Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Vayelech. And it's in Parshas Vayelech that Moshe Rabbeinu delivers one of his last messages to Klal Yisrael. But he introduces this last message with such a dramatic Pasuk. The Torah says, this is in the second Pasuk of this week's parasha, Parak Lamed Aleph Pasuk Beis, chapter 31, verse 2. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Moshe says to Klal Yisrael, I'm 120 years old today. I can no longer literally translate it, go out and come back in. And Hashem said to me that I'm not going to cross the Jordan River. Moshe been telling Klal Yisrael, this is the end of the line. Now Moshe knew that his days were numbered. He knew that the end was near because he knows that he's not crossing the Jordan River with Klal Yisrael. But there's something even more acute in this Pasuk. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Ben Meir Ve'esim Shana Anochi Hayom. I'm 120 years old today. Today, as Rashi says, Hayom Malu Yamash. Today's my birthday. Today's my birthday, says Moshe Rabbeinu. And I know that today is the end of the road. I know that it's the end of the road. I, you'll say, how does Moshe Rabbeinu know that it's the end of the road? There's a beautiful Arachaim. The Arachaim says, quoting the Zohar, when a person is getting ready to leave this world, the Neshama is getting ready to depart, to leave the body, death is close. For 40 days prior to a person's death, literally translated, they don't have control over their Neshama. Okay, so Moshe Rabbeinu somehow senses that something is spiritually different inside of him. And because he realizes, and for the last 40 days, something's been spiritually different. This Parshas Vayelech opens up on the 40th day that Moshe Rabbeinu has been feeling that something is spiritually different inside of him. And he knows that that internal spiritual difference means that he's leaving this world today. Today's the last day. And this is from in Hasidic literature, they tried to explain this Zohar, this, this Arachaim. What does it mean that something was different inside of Moshe Rabbeinu? And this Sfarim, many of the Rabbis point out this incredible Yisod. What does it mean when Moshe Rabbeinu says, Lo uchal od I can no longer go out and come in. So one would think that Pashat Pshat is that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying is, I'm old, I'm old, perhaps a little physically infirm. And so I can't move around. But Rashi HaKadosh says, no, chas v'shalom. Moshe Rabbeinu maintained his physical vigor and vitality literally until the end. Moshe Rabbeinu was good. He lacked, he never lacked for vitality and literally until the moment of his death. So what does it mean, lo uchal od I can't go out and come in. And the Svarim says something amazing. Latseis, to go out, means to sin, to commit an Avera. Because when a person commits an Avera, Ultimately, they leave the presence of Hashem. Lavo, to come back, represents the process of tshuva. Say the svarim, and this is the meaning of the arachayim, that as a person gets closer to death, their neshama becomes stronger and the body becomes weaker. Well, as the neshama becomes more dominant and the body becomes weaker, ultimately, again, the desire, the want, or the ability to sin is lessened as well. Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Klal Yisrael, do you know how I know that this is the end of the road for me? That this is my last day? Lo uchal od I can't commit an Avera. 
Moshe Rabbeinu says, even if I wanted to commit an Avera today, I can't. My Neshama is so strong. My Ruchnius is so strong. I don't have the same control over me that I once had. And if I can't commit an Avera, if I can't go out, Lavo, I can't do Tshuva either. And if a Yid can't commit an Avera, can't do Tshuva, there's no more life. There's no more life. Life is coming to an end. And Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching us such an incredibly profound lesson. You see, dear friends, when we think about Tshuva, we often look at tshuva as a band-aid. Tshuva is a band-aid. Repentance is a band-aid. Meaning what? When do you use a band-aid? I fell down. I cut my arm. I put a band-aid on it. But ideally, ideally, how should I live life? Watch where I'm going. Don't fall down in the first place. Don't fall down. Don't scratch your arm. You won't need the band-aid. Don't fall down. Don't sin. And you won't need tshuva. Tshuva is a restorative process, but you only need it if you broke something. Or better stated, I only need it if I break me, but better not to break me at all. And therefore, again, I won't need any tshuva. And Moshe comes along and says, no, no, sin is part of the fabric of the human condition. We all sin. Even the most righteous of people commit averis. We all sin. We all sin. We all We all leave the presence of Hashem at some point in time. The power of tshuva is not simply a restorative process. You see, the greatness of tshuva is tshuva doesn't simply restore me or return me back to where I was prior to the sinful act, prior to the Avera. But tshuva is so powerful that it has the ability to catapult me to even a higher spiritual standing, to even a higher spiritual level. The power of tshuva is not simply that it's restorative, but it's cathartic. It has the ability to make me greater than I ever was. That's why Chazal say, Mokom Shabali Tshuva Omdin, where the Baal Tshuva is able to stand, even at Tzadik Kamer, even someone who's fully righteous is not able to stand there. Tshuva is not a band-aid. Tshuva is not a band-aid. Tshuva is the elixir of vitality. Taste some tshuva, ingest some tshuva, and you could raise yourself to levels that you never thought were possible. And so Moshe Rabbeinu says something amazing. A life without sin is a life without tshuva. And a life without tshuva is not a life worth living. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I can't grow. I can't grow. Because in order to grow, you have to make mistakes. And then once you make mistakes... Once I'm down on the ground, once I've messed up so terribly, okay, now, now I can make something of myself. I've messed up in life, now there's an opportunity. I was Lotzeis, I left, oh, now I could come back. And not come back the same person, not come back the person who I was, but come back stronger, come back better, come back more beautiful, come back spiritually luminescent. That's the opportunity I have in front of me now. And so the great Moshe Rabbeinu, the Raya Mehemna, the trusted shepherd of Kalal Yisrael says, my dear children, like the Arachayim says, I don't have control over my Nisham anymore, whatever that means, but I can't sin. And if I can't sin, if I can't leave, I can't do tshuva, I can't come back. And if I can't sin, I can't do tshuva, I can't leave, I can't come back, then life is not worth living. And so I know that today is my last day on this earth. And what a powerful, powerful lesson for us during these sacred days, these Aseris Yimei Tshuva, these days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, where what do I want to do? I want to do Tshuva. I want to do Tshuva. And so often when we approach Tshuva, again, we look at Tshuva as like this Bidi Eved, this ex post facto process. Bidi Eved, I shouldn't have gotten myself into this situation in the first place. Now, truth is sometimes that's correct. I should not have gotten myself, but now I'm here. But now I'm here. 
And sometimes we think, okay, I'll do tshuva, I'll put the band-aid on, all right, I'll, get, I'll restore myself. But what we don't recognize is that sometimes the power of tshuva is so great that it's not just a restorative process, but I have the ability to transform myself into someone dramatically different. I have the ability to make myself into someone new, not to take myself back to where I was before this, and even better, I can become the person I always wanted to become. I can actualize the potential that's remained dormant up until this point in time. I can become greater than I ever imagined. Chilva is a gift, and so it turns out that the greatest opportunities in life don't come on the heels of our successes or accomplishments. The greatest opportunities in life come on the heels of profound failure. And the greater the failure, the greater the yitziah, the greater my departure from God, the more powerful my tshuva can become. When we fail, failure doesn't mean that we're damaged goods down and out forever blemished. Failure opens the door to the opportunity for dramatic, cathartic, overwhelmingly profound, beautiful, and holy tshuva. Because when I'm broken, I'm vulnerable, I'm open and looking for change, there is no telling what I can accomplish. If you have a life where you can't sin, you can't do tshuva. And if you can't leave, you can't come back. A life like that, says Moshe Rabbeinu, for me even, Moshe Rabbeinu says, is not a life worth living. We've all made mistakes. Some of us very dramatic and profound mistakes. And often we think that because of those mistakes, we are forever damaged. Right? We're forever marked. We're done. We're done. At most, you know, I'm like the car that gets the scratches on it. You know, you could take it for a car wash and make it look nice, but the scratches are there. Scratches are there. And we forget that the power of tshuva is unimaginable. That tshuva doesn't just have the ability to take out the scratches. Tshuva gives you the ability to upgrade to a higher trim model as well. Tshuva gives you the opportunity to trade in your own self and trade up for something bigger, better, and more beautiful. Sin opens the door for cathartic, transformative opportunity. The further we leave, the more dramatic the yitzia, the departure from Hashem, ultimately, the greater the lovo, the yavia, the, the, the bia could be also, the greater the return could be as well. We should be Hashem over these days of Aserah to internalize this lesson. We get so demoralized by our failures, thinking that we are damaged goods and beyond salvation. And Moshe Rabbeinu teaches us there is nothing further from the truth. The bigger the failure, the greater the opportunity for tshuva. May we be Zohar to tap into this transformative, cathartic power of tshuva. Not just get out the scratches, but upgrade to a new trim level. And the Mirat Hashem be to become not just the best version of ourselves but a new version of ourselves. May be Hashem to see that shining countenance looking back at us. Hashem to find simcha in the new personality we are able to create. May we be Hashem to do true tshuva. Wishing everyone a good night Shabbos, a beautiful Shabbos, shuva, and a gemar chasimah